Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Brother, brother. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Drop Kicks. Here, back with Soda. I'm on the other side of things today. Yeah. Uh, on, on the left side. I don't know if anybody noticed that just off the bat. But considering I have my camera, I'm in a different location. I have my camera on that side. So I was, was going to say, does this hope Dan, Danny's not watching? <laughs> exactly. So if Danny complains, he doesn't have anything to complain about here because I'm actually facing you. Ugh. It's a static thing. But, you know, it's it's like that thing. Like, I feel like I'm always driving the car on these shows. But it's like, you know, I'm, I'm driving in every other country that's not the United States or Canada where the road is on the other side. Yeah. You drive on the left side of the road. And so today, I guess we're back in Amer- America here. America. Uh, driving, driving on the, the incorrect side of the road. Which but, is the right word to describe the U.S. this week. America. Yes, yes. We, for reasons that we need not talk about on this show, but... Uh, look, everybody, last week was a crazy week. You know, we had breaking news story after breaking news story, just one thing after the other. And, you know, it just didn't feel like it ever was going to stop. But luckily this week, not as much news. So not as much to talk about here on the show today. But um, we do have some updates about Forbidden Door that are just breaking. I mean, this this show... is just cursed. Just injury after injury, after card change, after card change. It's, it's just been really uh, they've had a real rough go at it for AEW here. Um, and New Japan as well. well it's, it's it it seems together. like for most of this week, it seems like every day somebody's been announced as being injured. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll get into talking about Forbidden Door here in a minute, but I kind of, you know, with all the bad news going around over the last couple weeks, I kind of wanted to start today's show out with something a little bit more inspiring. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first bit of uh, you know, news, because again, not a huge news story uh, week, but I, I found this story and I, I found it very uh, enlightening and inspiring. So I wanted to talk about it here. And that is that uh, Giselle Shaw, uh, current impact knockout signed to their women's division, uh, brilliant talent, very, very good in ring. Um, very beautiful person as well, mm-hmm. has very natural charisma and everything. Uh, came out this week in an interview with San Francisco Chronicle uh, and Breakfast Television in Toronto. There you go. Canadians getting some love here for this story hey, as well. Um, but she says, there's really no perfect time to be coming out. It's my journey. just felt, now felt right for me today. Fully living my life to the fullest. Truly authentic. Freely. And I am a transgender and very proud, she said on Breakfast Television. Uh, and so, Giselle Shaw, she's a seven-year pro, currently performing in Impact Wrestling. She's trained with Lance Storm. Again, really, really good talent and everything. Uh, and basically continuing with her story, saying that she came from an Asian background, 
the quote here, being the oldest, there was an unsaid role, the expectation that I was, I would carry the family name, mm. set the example, I would take care of my sisters. So kind of like the man to lead the house, really. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, I think this is definitely a big deal for her. And really, really like definitely one of those stories. It's like, okay, finally some news that's not horrible. Yeah. Some, some news that's very kind of, you know, nice to hear. And, and, you know, I think we always say like good for her. Cause that it's very, it takes a lot to uh, come mm. out with this kind of stuff. Cause there's, there's still a lot of transphobia, you oh, know, it's still, it's still an issue especially in, in, in this country, country, especially in the United States. Um, so just, you know, really, really good to see. And, and, you know, impact wrestling fully behind her, fully supportive. Uh, Scott Demore saying that, you know, the quote here, Impact Wrestling has been at the forefront of empowering female ref- wrestlers, performers for over 15 years. Our company believes featuring storylines of women, athletes, and characters from all different walks of life can be uh, not only entertaining, but also inspire. And he also calls her a, a valued member of the roster. And, um, you know, uh, it, he was saying, basically, I was just saying there that, uh, Transphobia is real. We can't pretend otherwise. We've taken steps to ensure Giselle's social media timeline doesn't become a forum for hatefulness. Yeah, I think that's a really important part of this, too, is just to kind of, you know, show show your support to her. And I think she posted something again today, basically just saying, I am overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and support for this decision. So, you know, Ryan Cushion's in here saying it as well. Very brave on her part. Very good to see. Kudos. So, yeah, man. Her. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, kudos to her because, yeah, you nailed it right on the head. Like, there's still so much of that bullshit going around nowadays. Like, I cannot imagine just how much relief it is to have this off her shoulders saying, I, this is me. I'm proud. Yeah. I, just congratulations. And like you said to me earlier, who would have known? I didn't. Never knew. No, never. And it, you never would have noticed. Cause, no, you know. and, I'm, and even Nia Jax is in the same boat as well. I wouldn't have you known. Wouldn't have that noticed. You would never notice. Yeah, so um, so it's one of the best follows on Twitter, by the way. I don't know if you follow Nia Jax. Oh my God, she's Nia just Jax. ridiculous. Nyla Rose, just Nyla hilarious. Rose, thank you, Nyla Rose. Be very specific on that one. Sorry, sorry. Understandable mistake there. Allergy uh, yeah. in my head, but yeah, she is hilarious on oh, Twitter. So. Freak she ever ever. So, don't follow uh, Nyla Rose on Twitter if you know it's yeah. No, but no, like I said, man, I, I'm I have no right saying this, but I'm very proud proud of her coming out yes at nyla rose beast on twitter that's the follow there yeah uh, i'm gonna pull up giselle giselle shaw's here is um uh at giselle shaw 08 so if you want to uh personally you know throw her some messages of support mm-hmm. there that's that's her at um you know again nothing but love and support to, to yeah. giselle shaw and, and anybody that makes this kind of decisions because again i think it does take uh, a lot of bravery. Yeah, because so. I'm I'm literally looking at a picture right now, and you wouldn't have no. a clue. She is a stunningly beautiful woman. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's pretty pretty cool. I gotta say, it's, it's very very cool. We've come a long way in, in, yeah, that, yeah. in, in that stuff in that regard. Yeah, and again, there's still there's still issues with it, as oh, there always will be. And, always there's gonna, and there's always going to be those scumbags on there that go and talk shit on social media and everything. But yeah, I'm having fun with those guys right now, but it's to do with something else. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. You're just trying to get them riled up because you ask them a question and they just never answer it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jerry Miller here saying I don't follow Impact as much, but congrats because mm-hmm. oh, yeah, sure. Um, we do have actually some other. You know, if you haven't been following Impact recently, we can give you some updates here. Uh, on, on that, Jeremy, uh, we, we do have some other impact stuff. 
Um, Slammiversary was this past weekend. Very, very good show. It was kind of like a throwback to the old TNA era. I watched a lot of the highlights for that. Yeah, and so they had a lot of those old guys like you know, oh. Motor City Machine Guns and AJ Styles made an appearance. AJ like, Styles even like kind of which he came out is that like he made it abundantly clear to WWE, I want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, it's true. Without impact, you wouldn't have AJ Styles in WWE. I don't think. Oh boy, I just totally okay. You're good. I just changed the setting, and my my streamyard like blew up for a second. Oh, I, I had to like fix it. So sorry about no, that. But okay, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm no, here. You're all good. You're all good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just um, nice to see all those wrestlers come back and and say like you know thank you to Impact for everything you did for me. It was it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it, good. <laughs> it is. I don't know. My my computer is tweaking out here, so I, I okay, well, I can tell you from looking really at it on my end, you look yeah. like anything's wrong. Yeah, do it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's just that I don't know. So somebody help me out in the chat, but I I got my Streamyard up, and every time I I move the mouse, I can't see any of my tabs. Everything at the top of the screen just disappears. And I know I know I hit a button on the keyboard somewhere. F eleven. Hit F eleven. F11. Thank you, Soda. Full screen. See, this is why you also get a producer credit on this show as well. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. That, that as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, just hit F11 and take it out of full screen. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, there, that was an easy pick here. But yes, let's move on and talk a little bit more, some more impact wrestling. Um, but yeah, as we said, Slammiversary. Uh, Eric Young versus Josh Alexander in the main event. That match was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Sammy Callahan versus Moose. Uh, some other highlights. Jordan Grace, which is not somebody I was expecting to see win back the title, won back the title at this Queen of the Mountain thing, which this match I thought was going to be a total mess because of the rules and yeah. the way these matches usually go. But this match yeah, historically, it's a shit match. <laughs> historically, it's a shit match. This match was surprisingly entertaining. And I think that that goes it says a lot about the level of talent that this women's division has. I mean, this, this is just the best of the best right now uh, in terms of female athletes and female professional wrestlers. And and I think point. Impact might have the. I mean, I, I it's crazy that that I say that because you go Impact really TNA. I think they have the best women's division in wrestling. I'm just saying, yeah. apart from like Japanese. Joshi or stardom or anything like that. Like Impact's really, really impressive. So. Yeah, consistently they have a great roster. They're just missing like those big names. Like they got Mickey James, obviously, and Gail Kim's involved in some of that. But I mean, they're missing like some of the other stats from Britt Baker or or what have you from WWE. But kudos to um oh god Chelsea Green and I forgot who was on the ladder with her when they took the nasty the ring. Yeah, Diana Peraza, who I got to meet yeah. at the last Impact yeah. for this one. She's just a total sweetheart. She's just. Huh. A, I'm an awesome, awesome person, but um, yeah, I I thought that match was really good, and yeah, just a quick thought about Jordan Grace winning back the title. I, I kind of realized it. I was it was surprised. I, I thought Mia Yim would probably win because they just brought her in, um, but I, I I do agree with it because Jordan Grace is awesome, and she's like just just a phenomenal talent. She's absolutely jacked. Uh, she's just got this ring presence, and she's phenomenal, and. You know, her last reign as Impact Women's Champion was in front of no fans. So oh. I think this gives her an opportunity to to sort of have that run that was sort of maybe cut a little short by the pan, or not cut short, but just uh, you know empty. The, mm-hmm. Any of those title reigns during that that first like you know twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one, it feels a little yeah. Like, oh, there's no crowd, so yeah, good exactly. to see her 
yeah, good to see her get that reign. And uh, it, if you look at her social media or anything, like look at pictures of her from 2020 and compare it to pictures of her now. She has gotten in such yeah. good shape. And she's basically become like a bodybuilder at this point. Mm-hmm. So that, that says anything. And she, I think she just did muscle fitness, like a cover shoot for that. So like, Damn. yeah, she is unbelievably athletic and just somebody that uh, definitely deserves that title reign, I think, with yeah. the fans. Right on, right on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got to another – it's not another Impact pay-per-view, but it's a, it's another, like, special show that they do these, like, kind of pay-per-view uh, Impact Plus shows at, at almost every other week. And the next one coming up is Against All Odds and the main event. And that's this, this uh, Friday, the, the 1st of July. Uh, which oh. is weird that they're on a Friday. Normally they're on Saturdays. Um, and they really, Scott Demore? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, against all odds, uh, where the main event is going to be Josh Alexander defending against Joe Doring in the main event. So that could be a hell of a match. They did have one match already, which ended with a shitty DQ finish. Uh, so this is, I think, yeah, okay, they saved the match for pay-per-view. And coming off of his match with Eric Young, who's the stablemate mm-hmm. of Joe Doring, at the okay. last paper, that match is so great. Like, yeah, highly recommend Josh Alexander. Man, this this guy is unfreaking believable. Like, I, I also saw another match announced. It's uh, Moose versus Sammy Callahan in a Monsters Ball match. Was that for? Is that for oh, this? That was, that was just the one that they just had at Slammiversary. So. Oh, okay, okay, my mistake. Yeah. Okay. So they they was, did have that match already, and it was, was awesome. That? It was okay. I gotta check yeah. out. I've always enjoyed the concept of a monsters ball match. You lock them away for a day and don't feed them or anything. Yeah. And then the fight's like. Hmm. It's funny because the last monsters ball match they did, I actually got to see. It was for the television tapings right after pay per view that I attended back in April, mm. and it was uh, PCO versus Jonah in the monsters ball, and they were throwing themselves into thumbtacks like right in front of me, and. Uh, yeah, I'll have to dig that one out and have you. Have yeah, you no kidding, because the Monsters Ball match is definitely right up PCL's yeah. alley. But and the, every time I see PCL, I'm like, this was a Quebecer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, uh, talk about a transformation. PCO. Yeah. Like, yeah. he went from yeah. Jean-Pierre Lafitte. A long way in his career. This guy. Yeah. I, me and Tyler have talked about him sort of having a career resurgence over the last five, uh, five six years yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah, and that's really wild. yeah it's it is wild um but the point i was going to make about that monsters ball match is they, they didn't do any of that gimmick of locking them in the in the rooms for for 24 hours straight or any of that kind of stuff so it's oh, funny they never, that so no so soon well actually uh they might have but anyway uh i guess pco probably st- just gets locked in a room for 24 hours straight anyway. That's like his gimmick. So, uh, yeah, I, it was funny that they, they made such an emphasis on that for this one, but I guess it was for the pay-per-view. So yeah, I guess so. I kind of have to, but yeah. What, what about, what do you think of this uh, comment from Ryan here? Uh, Soda. A Canadian is not going to lose on Canadian day. Come on. Pretty now. much. Yeah. There's yeah. no way in hell. Yeah. No, Josh Alexander is yeah. retaining. Scott Demore oh, coming yeah. out. If Scott Demore does not come out in T-Kanda garb, I'm rioting. <laughs> <laughs> He did recently for the – was that for Slammiversary? Somebody who watches also watches Impact let us know yeah. in the comments in the chat. But he did come out as Team Canada recently. I thought It was either for the Go Home show or it was for the uh, 
for the pay-per-view itself. I, I would hope so because that is a, that is an underrated, important part of early TNA is Team Canada. Because yeah. I mean, who was on Team Canada? You had Pete Williams. You had Rob, Robert Roode. You had Eric Young. Who Am I forgetting anyone? I know there was more. Yeah, I think there was a couple more, but I I, I can't remember them all. Like, the top it, of my just that was that's an incredible roster of talent in that in that stable. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, definitely go check out Impact Wrestling, everybody. I know I, I, I sound like I'm screaming into the void when it comes to this promotion because nobody watches it, but the people that do watch it get a treat because it, it is a really, really well put together show mm-hmm. and a pretty good product. You still have your 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 TNA shit thrown in there, but it's not nearly as like in your face and egregious in terms of awful booking as it was in years prior. And okay. I think that the quality of the pro wrestling is really why, why I continue to put over impact because it's just, man, they got some stacked talent, some really, really stacked talent on that roster. But uh, yeah, moving on here, uh, we can talk about diamond dynamite and rampage, but we'll give, we'll give you a couple quick updates on the card. They did have to move some things around. Uh, me and Tyler did our predictions for Forbidden Door, where the predictions title was on the line, and a trip to the Forbidden Arches of McDonald's is also on the line. Uh, that, so uh, we we did do all we ran down the card and did predictions for all those, but there was a match added since yet another one on Rampage that we didn't talk about, and that was QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi, which. I am very surprised that they are, they didn't continue the feud that they've been building on New Japan Strong between yeah. the LA Dojo and QT Marshall's group. Uh, instead, the LA Dojo boys are taking on the Ass Boys, and Marshall, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo are in this match against Yoshihashi and Goto, of all people. So, kind of confusing Bye. looking there. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I would have almost... Yeah, it's a pre-show match. Like, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. Nobody really cares, but... Um, the other card update that we did have, unfortunately, Hiromu Takahashi out with the flu or the fever, like a fever. I think he had a fever. Yeah. fever. Uh, so, unfortunately, he will not be in that match, which was originally supposed to be him and Shingo Takagi alongside Darby Allen and Sting taking on the one-night-only Bullet Club team, one-night-only, <laughs> sure, of Young Bucks, Hikaleo, and ELP. But now that match has... Because of his injury, it's just turned in, or not injury, but his illness has turned into a uh, six man. So it'll be Sting, Darby, and Shingo taking on the Bucks and ELP with Hikaleo's just going to be in their corner. Hmm. So, you know, I was thinking that if, if Bullet Club did lose that match, which I don't think they will, uh, that uh, Hikaleo would probably be the one to take the pin because he's usually kind of in that position. Okay. But it's just. This just to me screams that the Bullet Club is winning the match, and Darby will probably take the pin. Because yeah, because Darby will doesn't get hurt. He is, yeah. his reputation doesn't get hurt from taking the pinfall. Yeah, I mean we've seen him take many pinfalls, and it doesn't yeah. matter because he just comes back and it's Darby and he's super yeah. over and awesome. So yeah, so uh, those those are a couple quick uh, updates there. Yeah, the dudes with attitudes name. That's uh, that's a okay. So when I saw that, and then I saw Sting, I'm like, am I am I? Stone because I know he's in a group like that in like early nineties. Yeah. I was like, Are you reading this right? I was just yeah. not expecting like at Paul Warndorf and at Junkyard Dog behind him. Yeah, the BWA is that, is that no, not even yeah, no. not even cool enough to get there. Get it. Short-lived. But no, there was a short-lived stable. I think it was in nineteen ninety called the Dudes of the Attitude with Sting, yes. Junkyard Dog, and Paul Warndorf, and there was one more. 
yeah. Uh, there's a lot of hype for Forbidden Door. A lot of complaining about this card I've seen going around, but a lot of people I think like Adelia here are, are super hyped for it. Uh, so I'm 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 pretty psyched. I'm pretty bleh. I, psyched, stoked. I combined yeah. the two words there. I'm pretty stoked in this. This is gonna yeah. be a fun show. Uh, right, this is right. Ryan Christensen says coin drop happened. Okada, obviously, nothing more needs to be said about Dynamite. So you want to move on to talk about Rampage here? Uh, so that <laughs> uh, no, we will we will talk a, a few. We'll talk about a few things on uh the sh- on the Dynamite show because there was some newsworthy stuff. Uh, yeah. The first big one, obviously, being Danielson's injury, which is more severe than was originally indicated, I think. Did they ever say what it was? They never did say what it was. I heard some rumors that maybe it was a concussion, and you know how it's been with Brian and, and yeah. concussion. So if that was, if it was a concussion thing, they're probably going to give him as much time as possible because, you know, with his history and everything. Yeah. Uh, so I, I hope that's not the case, you know, that it's something a little bit more minor than that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, given his history and everything, and the, the way that he's been wrestling recently with all these crazy matches. And you never know. I think he might have taken a bonk on the head in that anarchy in the arena match. Oh, wouldn't be surprised. Time. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, uh, all the best wishes to Danielson, but uh, he has teased his replacement to face Zack Sabre Jr. at the pay-per-view. And I have uh, – I'm like a 99.9% sure on who this is going to be. So, can you take yeah, a guess? Everyone is saying it's Cesaro. I'm saying it's James Ellsworth, whatever. Ah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I do like the name Filthy Tom Waller that somebody threw out there because he's oh, going to be wrestling at the Warrior Wrestling Show across the street, and he has yeah. a connection with Moxley, so maybe there's something yeah. there. But given the way that uh, Danielson cut this promo and his history with, with Cesario, who, who will now be Claudio, by the way, so we're going to probably have to get used to calling him Claudio, mm. and this report from Fightful Select, that came out today that he is in fact been training for a few weeks for an in-ring right. return. So there you go, everybody. I don't yeah. want to spoil the surprise, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Claudio versus Zack Saber Jr. Highly likely, likely in all likelihood. Which sounds awesome. Like, come on, ZSJ versus Claudio, take all my money. But uh, we can move on and talk about the next part of the show here. Yeah. Uh, which was sort of a setup, uh, again, continuing to build for Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay at the pay-per-view, uh, as well as the triple threat tag team match. And it was Orange Cassidy and Rapunky Vice taking on Osprey mm-hmm. and Austin Open. And I thought this was a very fun match. I'm not sure uh, Ozzy Open taking as many losses as they have, taking all the pins, is not necessarily how I would have booked this. But I would have maybe given them at least one win somewhere, even if it was on, like, a dark or something. But, you know, it, it was what it was, and it just, you know, it's continuing to build to yeah, the new casting. It, it makes you wonder, with them losing so much, if FTR is going to take the titles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick uh, promo with Satnam Singh in that crew backstage. Not a lot much... Not, not a lot needs to be said here, but we also had a thing with Jonathan Gresham uh, on Rampage. So there was a report today saying that a lot of the Ring of Honor stuff is going to start kicking up uh, and will be played out a bit on AWTV because it looks like they are going to try to do their next pay-per-view at, uh, I think it's the end of July, which is kind of soon. Uh, I, I was is, wondering about that because I saw Mercedes Martinez post picture of her of the title. I was like, oh, that's right. She's the yeah. women's champ. 
And they've been building to her, which we saw on Rampage, between her and Serena Deeb. So mm-hmm. most likely that will be the uh, the women's match for Death Before Dishonor. But I think it's at the end of July. Uh, I, I I think I read, yeah, here's the, the report from, from the Wrestling Observer here, basically saying that it's planned for Lowell, Massachusetts on July 23rd. So okay. uh, that looks like to be where that's going to be. But you'd think with having it only be a month away, they would have announced some ticket on sales or any, any kind of details about it. They haven't yet, so that's a little odd. But I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on with Tony Khan of the Ring of Honor side of things, but it does look like that some of that's going to start popping up on TV a bit more, which they need to do. Yeah, the Ring of Honor stuff has just been like kind of forgotten about for the last couple. Of months. Like I said, I forgot Mercedes Martinez was the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, and I saw the picture. I was like, yeah, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did have Christian Cage's promo here after yes. that amazing beatdown angle on last week's Dynamite, and uh, Jeremy Miller here saying Christian delivered the best or the second best promo next to next to MJF this year. Uh, yeah, nobody's going to top that MJF promo. No. But uh, this was a very good promo, I will agree. I don't know if I would put it up in the top five, maybe. But uh, I think the line that everybody was talking about that I, I kind of, as I was watching, I was like, oh, the internet's going to be real mad about this one, was, uh, of course, Christian Cage insulting uh, the late, great Luke Perry. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, Luke Perry was very behind his son going to wrestling. There are many pictures of him smiling while watching us on wrestling, I think he'd be okay with it. I think he would be too. And maybe that's why not as many people got as mad about it. Like, I was yeah. expecting a, a shitstorm of people freaking out about this because that's how the internet is. Um, because I, I, I still remember when Paige did it with Reed Flair, but the difference is that was not, that was within a couple of months as opposed to this has been a few years. So, yeah. 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 So, um, I loved it. I thought it was a great promo. Again, it's wrestling. People get mad about these things, but at the end of the day, it's just scripted lines. You know, would you get mad about somebody insulting somebody's dead father in a movie? Probably not. So well, I don't know why people get so mad about it here in this in these instances. And this just shows that he'll cage, he'll heal Christian is the best Christian. It's the best Christian, yes. Yeah, because when, that going around when, a lot recently. And he gave his reasons to why he turned because, as you, I think, wasn't you the point out? It's because of the battle royal last year. Mm-hmm. And when Tony Giovanni looked up Petty, and this yep. is like, yeah, it's Petty. <laughs> yeah, long term booking, baby. I love it. Yeah, and then you throw in Luchasaurus at the end. It's like, well, where's this going to go? Yeah, yeah. So good stuff there. I, I'm really curious to see where that goes if he if he is able to seduce uh, Luchasaurus. Not in that way. In the in the to recruit him onto his heel side and have a, a heel dinosaur running around. That'd be really weird. Um but I don't know. I feel like Luchasaurus, if he were to be put in that role, would be kind of like Christian would be sort of bossing him around and, and forcing like him to chase Jungle Boy. Thing. What's that? It'd be like a Tyson Tomko thing from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit like that. So that's gonna be a fun one to watch. But uh we did have Penta against Malachi Black next. I thought this was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little short. I maybe my minor little gripe was like I, I could have used this on like a pay per view or something to give it a little bit more time. But I thought it was effective in the way that uh, you never know when yeah. Black is going to hit that Black Mass kick from out of nowhere. So um, yeah, that's that, the beauty about his move set is that you can hit it on anybody. It's like that RKO out of nowhere, man. It's like the Black Mass out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. so I, I love like that. Kit. Like, and he's so good at executing it. It's just like, how is yeah. he that flexible? I know. I, he really pulls it off and makes it look like he's kicking the dude straight in the head. Yeah, I have decided but, I hate natural athletes. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we will have Malachi Black in that match, as you all kind of figured he would be. Hence, obviously, because of political reasons, cannot compete yeah. on Fidor. So um, that's a little unfortunate. But um, that kind of took away from the match a little bit, knowing, knowing yeah. that. And the other thing that takes away from the match is, unfortunately, the fact that no Ishii, no Tomohiro Ishii in this match really sucks. I already went on my, my rant little thing on, on the last video that we did uh, with me and Tyler. Right, man, it's just such a bummer. Like, Ishii yeah. is one of, the, one of the main guys I wanted to see on the show. And this match sounded so awesome on paper. And, like, nothing against Clark Connors because he's a great up-and-coming talent and, and everything. But, oh, man, I wanted Ishii in this match so bad. So, um, it is, unfortunately, it's going to be Clark Connors taking on Malachi Black, Miro, and Pac in this one. Yeah, and you know I, Hopefully, uh, Connors can use this as a way to show what he can do to the world because I've never sure. heard of him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you watch New Japan Strong, you know who he is. But um, other than that, you know, it's good exposure for him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see Ishii back in an AEW ring sooner rather than later. Sounds like his injury is pretty bad. So that uh, gives you concern for the G1. He, he might have to bow out of that as well, which sucks because Ishii has always been like a staple of the G1. Yeah. So, ugh, the injury bug, man, it's so bad. It's just so bad right now. So, I, I was, I think it was Dust, my buddy Dust, and I was saying, is I'm getting WrestleMania 32 vibes. Because you remember that WrestleMania, you had all the stars injured. Yeah, to get that that feeling. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. Yeah, but again, if this is going to be an annual thing, you know, maybe next year's Forbidden Door will be a, a show that everybody was kind of expecting. It would be, yeah, Tokyo Dome or something. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. 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 Um, we did get a, another sort of setup for. Wardlow taking on Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Uh, Scorpio's also hurt, so hopefully he'll come back sooner yeah. rather than later. Um, but uh, the next match here, I was very, very happy to see this on the card. As it as the show started, I didn't even know this was going to be on the show at all. But they, they announced it like, also later tonight, Hangman Page versus Silas Young. I was like, wow, Silas Young from Ring of Honor, from the old Ring of Honor days. Yeah. I actually got to, me and Tyler got to meet Silas Young in uh, in New York, WrestleMania. Mm. And it was hilarious because we had just come out of WrestleCon where we got to meet all these wrestlers and everything. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what's up, man? Like, you know, he, he was there for the Ring of Honor New Japan Madison Square Garden show. I think he was in the, in the okay. Battle Royale. No, he was in the ta- crazy, like, tag, tag match street fight thing that they had. But um, he was just, like, hanging outside of the hotel. Like, he was just staying at the same hotel that all the other wrestlers were staying at. He didn't, wasn't participating in WrestleCon at all. And he had just been, like, partying straight for the last, like, 24 hours. Nice. And uh, we, we met him outside, and it was, like, raining. So we, we didn't get to, a chance to, to talk for him, talk to him for very long. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, like, looking for the hookup or whatever. Like, he was looking for weed. And, like, I was like, oh, after the fact, I was like, oh, we should. We had, like, a, a, a couple joints with us. We should have just yeah. smoked a joint since I was young. But, it, again, it was raining, and we were on our way to another event. He was on his way to go party for the next, you know, 16 hours straight or whatever it was. But, yeah, man, I mean, that that, that dude is is just a, a total hoot. 
And I've never heard of him. Could you could you explain Salas Young to somebody who's never really watched Ring of Honor? He's the man's man, Soda. He's the last greatest man. Is he the real man's man? He's the real man's man. Okay then. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah, you know, I, 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 he, never heard of him. He's a big great worker, phenomenal worker. Uh puts on great matches. I'm assuming he can hold his alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Uh I but I did like this match, and then yeah, I think the major talking point of the show here coming after the finish, uh, as Jay White and Adam Cole. And you hear that coin drop, and man, what a pop. Like I you know, FTR came out to save for Pongy Vice earlier yeah. in the match to set it, you know, save him for the beatdown from the you know, uh, United Empire. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, I mean, you all, everybody knew that once Okada showed up in AEW, he would come out to this massive pop. As yeah, soon as and, that coin hit, it would just be this freaking eruption. And absolutely was the case here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those moments that a lot of people are going are gonna to be talking about that were there. Like, oh, I was there for Okada, for that first coin drop, you know. So um, we weren't I, sure where Okada was going to be headed into this, and mm-hmm. so it was nice to get at least confirmation that he will be in this match. And will be yes. Sorry, I, as someone who's made it known that I've not watched very much New, New Japan wrestling, even I knew what the coin drops represented. Because o- Okada is like the biggest star they have. It would be a yes. travel if he wasn't on Forbidden Door. It was bound to happen eventually. He's their, uh, he's their Roman Reigns. Exactly, yeah. He's their Roman Reigns. He's their top dog. And yeah, you're right, man. That... They gave him they gave him an ovation worthy of kings when he when you hear the coin yeah. drop. Yeah. Uh yeah, Shinny Okada was so cool. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, that was a really, really cool moment. It's one of those that I kind of wished I was there for. Like a couple times of these ah Minoru Suzuki debuts. Yeah. Okada debuts. I was like, oh man, I wish I was there for that because that would have been so awesome. That's but, how I felt about Cody and WrestleMania this year, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that would have been another really cool, cool one. That would have yeah. been a cool one to be part of. Uh, but yeah, there you go, everybody. So the, I think probably the main event, unless it's Tanahashi and Moxley, it's going to be one of those two. But yeah. Adam Cole, Hangman Page, Kazuchika Okada challenging Jay White for the IWGP title. And um, and I, I, like, I love White to Adam Cole. My, it's, it still can't be you because you lost to him twice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah, Jay, Jay White, I, you know, we... Me and Tyler have theorized that there's going to be a massive Bullet Club angle at the end oh, of the gosh. show that leads to the return of one, by God, Kenny Omega. I yeah, think I, I think it's pretty much accepted at this point Kenny Omega is returning at Forbidden Door because if there was ever a time... I, I'm not so Moore. sure. I'm not seeing as many people speculating about Kenny Omega here as you might think. Huh. I think just because you and me and Tyler and Adelia or whoever uh, no, was like, yeah. Kenny Omega is returning, doesn't necessarily mean people are are talking about it. Like that, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. But it's it's one of those he's not as much he is a synonymous with AEW right now, and he's synonymous with no Japan pro wrestling. That's how a lot yeah, of people yeah. came to know what New Japan is. It would make no sense if he wasn't there in some form. Yeah, so we think it's actually going to lead to a big angle where not only do the Young Bucks officially rejoin Bullet Club. Yeah. But Kenny Omega also comes in and does the two sweet at the end, but he also stares at Jay White and gives him a look at that belt. Like, I want that belt. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm with you guys in, in, in that sense of where we're finally going to get that that turn with the Bucks and Omega. And I actually yeah. would really like it if that's what happened. That scared yeah. down with Jay White. Yes, yeah. So that's at least where I think this is going. But it's going to definitely one of those big things that people are mm. uh, hopefully going to see on Sunday. But uh, we did have Tony Storm <laughs> taking on Marina Shafir next. Which, uh, you know, I thought this match was going to get absolutely buried by many people. And, of course, this uh, this report here that I'm, I'm reading from, uh, they always have to throw their own opinion comments in here from Wrestling Observer. I don't think it's Brian. That, 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 no, it's this guy, Parker Clinn. Parker Clinn is burying this match. But, again, I, I have not. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I have not. Uh, Ben, I have not had as much vitriol and hatred towards Marina Shafir that it seems like a lot of people have. And, you know, Tony Storm is great, so it's, it's always good to see here. But I, I do think that the problem, the problem that I have is just that Marina Shafir is, she's got no heat behind her. And yeah, she's, 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 she's got no personality. Yeah. And I don't think she's as much of a train wreck in ring as a lot of no. people think. Like, she's fucking terrible. Like, Dave Meltzer, she's fucking horrible. Like, dude, she's not terrible. Like, come Dave on. Dave Meltzer like, should not look his own room where he records. Look, okay. look I, I know there might be people from Wrestling Observer watching this show, so I, please take this. I, I mean this with all the due respect to Dave Meltzer. Do we really value Dave Meltzer's opinion on women's wrestling, like, at all? Or wrestling, period? At this point? <laughs> I mean, honestly, how many predictions has he gotten right in the last 10 years? He, I think, I mean, he just gets the, this is my theory, is that he gets the same reports that Sean Ross Sapp gets, and Sean Ross Sapp just beats into the punch more often than not nowadays. Okay. And he and it just says, oh, Dave Meltzer reported on it. Well, Sean Ross Sapp had the first thing, or whoever, like, yeah. I don't know. It, again, I, I have all the respect in the world for the guy as a historian, as an important figure in the wrestling industry. When it, comes to his, when it comes to his opinions on pro wrestling, uh, I those are his opinions and his opinions. Yeah. I'm the you same know? way with somebody like a Jim Cornette. I'm, I don't go to Jim Cornette for his views on modern wrestling because he clearly doesn't care. I'm going to go to him if I want to learn about the business. It's the same with yeah. Dave yes. I would go to them and, for and, and honestly, like based off of Meltzer constantly going going at it with people on Twitter, he seems like his, his goal right now as – whatever his career is, is to educate people. Mm. And that's what he says a lot. You know, people are like, oh, you were wrong about this. or This is blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I'm just trying to educate you. I'm just mm. trying to, like, teach here. And yeah. you're obviously not listening because I'm just explaining something from a historical perspective. And somebody has to shit at him, you know, throw the shit at him for, oh, you hate everything WWE. It's like, that has nothing to do with what he was talking about. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just... Yeah, that's bottom line here. I think yeah. the match was just there. You know, I'm not, not a, I'm not burying it. It was just there. It was It was just fine. Um, but I do want to see Tony Storm win that belt. We talked about this last week. And I, I feel like they're leaning towards, like the company itself is leaning towards continuing with Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. and having her work through this whatever injury it might be. Because I, I yeah. I'm not a pro wrestler, but she looks hurt. And so I, I really hope that she, you know, she's not, you know, being pressured in, into this, this run. Cause I know I read a report that she's going to maybe go over to Joshi pro and wrestle some matches as AEW champion over there. And, you know, we got Jade Cargill who's been great as mm-hmm. a women's champion. 
and on TV, and they're doing a little bit more with Mercedes Martinez now. So it's like we don't necessarily need Thunder Rosa there, you know, as the champ. But I really hope that she's not like working through this injury because, you know, just based on like what Brian Alvarez was talking recently, where he was saying that like he hears reports that people in AEW, like a lot of people are hurt, but they're not going to like come forward and say I'm hurt. Yeah. Because they want to just keep going because they're these guys because are pros. That's an old school mentality. That's yeah. an old school mentality. I don't want to lose my spot. Right. Right. So I don't think people have as much to worry about losing their spot in AEW as maybe they would the WWE, but I do still get that mentality of like a bit of, working, yeah, a bit working of your ass off to get to where you are. Yeah. You know, Especially somebody like Thunder Rosa. Like she worked her ass to get to the mountain top. And to have it yeah. potentially taken away from an injury that soon, like, uh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that you know, we'll see what happens there. We did have the main event, John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Jericho and Archer, which, again, ended up being a very fun match. Mm-hmm. And that ended with just all sorts of schmas happening on the outside that just went on and on and on, like a good old school ECW episode or Nitro or something like that. The, the part about this that was kind of hilarious was that Jericho, or sorry, that uh, Moxley and Tanahashi were unfazed about any of this. They were just worried about staring at each other in the middle of the <laughs> ring. And I'm not sure if maybe they the the finish of the match itself, like, they, they not didn't rush to it, but they ended a little earlier than maybe they thought they would because this did seem like it went on and on and on. Because it would have been great to have this all happening, and then there's, like, it ends with the one shot. Um, of Moxley and Tanahashi staring each other down, but it's like they kept cutting back to it, and it just went on and on and on because they had like four more minutes of TV time to fill. Jesus! (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, it it, it was fine. I thought this was a really good, uh, you know, go-home show. Or not, yeah, go-home show for the the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun with Rampage as well as we talked about, but, you know, you knit your picks. Basically, they were able to they were able to take what they have, which is not much because of the injuries, and they were able to make something decent out of it. Like, I mean, I don't know how much better you could you could do when your 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 top stars on both companies. Yeah, like all your top stars hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was it was good for what it needed to be. Yes, I agree with you there on that. Um, but yeah, we can talk about Rampage, which opened with I thought you know if it wasn't for another match that I saw earlier this week. Uh, this would probably be my match of the week. It was Andrade taking on Ray Phoenix yes. in just a fucking awesome match, as you would expect from both of these guys. And as we know, we read the reports. The original plan was for it to be Osprey taking on not Orange Cassidy, but Andrade. And CMLL was not having it and does not want any involvement with any of their AAA, with any of the AAA guys uh, on the show. So that's it. You know, me and Tyler talked about this a little bit. It's going to be interesting when FTR win the IWGP tag titles and are also AAA titles. I don't know how they're going to handle that one. That's almost like they're, I you know, we haven't seen. Problem, not mine. Yeah, and we haven't seen FTR with those AAA titles for a while. It was almost like the, you know, yeah. there's almost like those titles are like the bomb that they're trying to hide from their mom, and the mom is CMLL or something. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of am a little bit bummed out we didn't get any – we're not getting any of this LIJ stuff that was – they did this big LIJ angle, which if you you know the history, I think it 
very, very, very likely this was originally planned for Forbidden Door itself, with Tetsuya Naito also getting involved, the other original member of LIJ mm. that he was involved here with Bruce and with Andrade. But again, unfortunately, CML butting in uh, with all the dumb political shit that's been going on with them AAA for years. Fuck them. Fuck you, CML. Yep. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. But again, it was cool to get the LIJ angle in Roosh yet since they just dropped him in like a video, like a vignette yeah. uh, on the last mm. pay-per-view, which is like all, you know, all the way back at the end of March or whatever. Yeah. So it's true. Uh, it's we had pile, but it seems like it seems like they're setting up Andrade and Roosh against the Lucha Brothers, which again, take all of my fucking money now. Yep, you can take my D&D dice, you can take my weed, you can take everything I have here. Give me that. Yes, I think most wrestling fans would absolutely love to see that match. Um, But uh, we also had uh, Eddie Kingston promo where he talks about uh, he wants to taste Chris Jericho's blood. Uh, Which is okay, that's a little weird. but uh, I love Eddie Kingston as well. You know, they're also trying to build to blood and guts and forbidden door at the same time, so you know, didn't have much opportunity to do that. They've kind of mixed and mixed everything mm. together in this giant blunder. But um, yeah, uh, they're setting up blood, blood and guts, which uh, is going to be six on six. Which usually, I think last time they did this was five, five on five. On five. Yeah. But this one is going to be six on six. The uh, the mystery opponent of Zack Saber Jr. <clears throat> Claudio uh, will also be in the blood and guts match. It's going to be. Yeah, that was that was part of Danielson's announcement. Was that he's not only going to replace me at Forbidden Door, he's also going to replace me in Blood and Guts. So uh, it's looking like very likely the six v six Blood and Guts match next week. Officially, the lineup is there, uh, other than the mystery partner. So I, I wonder how Eddie's going to handle that. Yeah, I don't know, but so yeah, Eddie Kingston, mm. uh, John Moxley, proud and powerful. Uh, Wheeler, Utah, yep. and Claudio, most likely, taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society team of Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, uh, the the 2.0, I, I don't know what they're called, though. Daddy uh-huh. Daddy Magic and Cool Hand yeah. Ann, sure. and, uh, of course, uh, big old Jake Hager. So. Yeah, sure. It's going to be a fun match. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I, I know everyone to. gives crap to the ending of the last one, and I agree. Yeah. You should have shot that shot better. Yes. I, oh, I, I, I will suggest, Tony Khan, if you're listening to this, don't well, have anyways, somebody just to the top of the I, I think I know what Diggy was going for here, and I actually do kind of agree. Like, if you're going to have someone go off the top of the cage, there we go. If you're going to have someone go off the top of the cage, yeah, try to film it so that you don't see the box and stuff. I, I can't hear you, dude. My internet did the thing I was predicting it was going to do, so now it's the multiverse of Dagens. You have me frozen <laughs> over there, and you also have me here. <laughs> so uh, I, will, I will finish the show here uh, on my phone, but basically what I was saying is, I don't think Blood and Guts needs to end with somebody falling off the cage. You know, like, it, it can easily do is plenty of other entertaining stuff uh, in Blood and Guts uh, without having to do that. So Blood and Guts, you can get a great, impactful, memorable moment without having to go that far. Right. Right. Yeah. So, 
I'm kind of hoping that that uh, that isn't the case here, but um, we'll talk about the rest of Rampage here. Um, we did get the, the match set up that we talked about, about uh, Keith Lee and Swerve taking on Desperado from Suzuki Gone. Uh, El Desperado is crazy, man. Wait until you see this guy. Okay, um, I can't wait. That's the beauty thing. I'm going to be seeing a lot of these guys for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people are. A lot of people watching the yeah. show are also going to be, be seeing that. But uh, we also had uh, the Mercedes Martinez, Serena Deep thing that we talked about. They just squashed jobbers. Not much needs to be said there. Uh, I was happy, though, as a fan of New Japan Strong, to see the DKC uh, of the LA Dojo Boys. He will also be in that one of those pre-show matches. Uh, taking on Hook. And uh, poor old DKC, man. Like This, this kid's really good. And he's super over on New yeah. Japan, New Japan Strong. But he was getting booed here when he got a little bit of offense in that he did. He got booed by this crowd because, of course, it's against Hook, one of the most over guys ever in the history of pro wrestling. So, it's my mind, the son of Taz. I know. <laughs> what? The son of Taz is getting the Madison Square Garden pop every week. I know. Like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, then we had our main event, Jeff Cobb taking on Cash Wheeler to further set up this with a whole bunch of schmas at the end yet again. Uh, again, as I said, sort of mixing the, the schmas build towards both blood and guts and forbidden door. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, uh, you know, I, I definitely Jeff Cobb. Sorry. Did I just cut out again? Just a smidge, but I heard you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Cobb. Uh, I, it's always great to see Jeff Cobb on AEW. Uh, I, I really like this guy, and uh, I, I'm definitely that tour of the islands finisher. As they they're putting it over, like nobody's kicking out of that. Like that's just a freaking crazy move that he has. But um, dynamite uh, or rampage before we uh, head into Forbidden Door this Sunday and Blood and Guts next week. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Oh yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I I really am. You know, I think I I think I've pretty uh pretty much said everything I can about this because it, it's you know it is what it is. They've thrown given thrown many curveballs, and I, I'm gonna take what we get. And uh, I I'm I'm definitely hyped for, for. Yeah, I think it looks like a really good show on paper. I, I really do. So the thing I'm most curious about is the booking of the show because you know. There's going to be egos involved. Yes. Yes. So how are some of the finishes going to go? Are there going to be things that happen that you're like, wait a minute, I'm not so sure about that one just because of politics and everything. Most likely because that's how these big super show crossover events tend to go. But again, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that it leads to more. uh, I think it will. I do think it will. I think crossover between AW, you know, people are saying, oh, is this going to close after this? No, I think the Forbidden Door is open permanently now because I, I really see them returning the favor and having this pay-per-view in Japan next year. I really do. Hello, again, my old friend. He's having internet connection issues. Hey, hey, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I was thinking about your connecting issues. Yeah, I apologize, everybody. We should be good now. It should be good now because I turned off the Wi-Fi on my phone. So if it keeps cutting in and out, we're just running off the cellular cellular data right now. So, um, 
yeah, man, I, I that's pretty much uh, all I've got on the show. Do you have any other final thoughts or any plugs before we get um, out of here today? I love, I've got nothing to add to the show other than the fact uh, I said it earlier. I'm happy Christian Heel, uh, Heel Christian Cage is back because I think he, I think him giving Jungle Boy the rub at the end of the day is is well to borrow borrow WWE best for business. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, man. I so okay. So the problem that I, I have now here, Soda, is that I'm running off my phone, which does not have access to the. Uh, to the button to end the show. So, uh, let's we can uh, we can shoot the shit here for a couple minutes as we go. Um, yeah, man, how's your how's your week been? You had anything uh, any crazy stuff happening in your world? Um, not particularly much. You know, I you know, well last week I took a line drive off the off the shin during softball. Now I got a nice size welt on my leg. Oh um, no. Yeah, it it, it, it looked worse when it happened, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, nothing really much more to say than that. I watched uh, I watched some of the hockey game last night. Of course, the one I finally turned into. Oh, was, oh no, it. I'm so sorry, Adelia. Yeah, I'm sorry, hey, Adelia. Adelia, if you're if you're still watching, can you uh, can you do me a huge favor and get in the streamyard so you can end the show for us? Because I'm I got all sorts of internet problems over here, <laughs> and I would really appreciate somebody just be uh, be able to click that button. Uh, so that we can get the hell out of here because I feel like I'm stuck in a loop or something now. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I had a pretty good – I had a long week. I had a very, very long week. Yeah. And uh, a lot lot of personal things that I can't really get into here on the show and stuff going on. But uh, I, I did – I was able – and, you know, the news and all the other crap. Yeah. But, the news has been um, the big thing this week. Yeah, but I was able to sort of – uh, recollect my thoughts and and uh, come back and uh, and everything. And um, I went to this music festival yesterday, just down yeah. the road. Who's playing? Uh, it's called the Northlands Music Festival, and you probably wouldn't know any of the bands that are headlining. It was like a, a the big headliner is called Twiddle, which is like a popular jam band around. Okay. Um, but uh, it, dude. It was so nice to just like stand out in a field, even in the sweltering heat, yeah. and watch live music with a big crowd. No, it was like no, not huge. It was like three thousand people, thirty five hundred maybe. I, I but, did something similar today, just not on as big a scale. But I, I'm part of our community band up here, which is basically the adult equivalent of a high school band. But uh, yeah, no, we played at the farmers market today for two hours in front of people before we did this. So yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun when get to do live music in one way or another yeah for sure and it was just an awesome experience uh they're the big headline but the other big headliner is called uh, joe russo's almost dead uh yeah, which heard. is have you ever heard of the grateful dead of course yes so they're a grateful dead cover band but they are what i describe as high octane uh grateful dead music on steroids is how yeah. i would describe it it's fucking <laughs> just like yes I'm like, only... I've been waiting years for somebody to do something with these songs that's not just boring as fuck. Because, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm admittedly, I, I like, I like. Well, that would explain the title. Really boring. Yes, yeah. All right, so, I'm here. You guys wrap it up. Hey, Adelia, right, thank you so yeah. much. We, we appreciate it. Uh, uh, Soda, you got any, anything else? <laughs> 
Um, no, I got nothing else to plug. I got nothing coming up till the squared slice this week. Um, just did countdown this morning, and on Monday I'm going to be on Fifty Shades of Geek show, the great show in the galaxy, where we're talking about how each Doctor was announced. So, that's oh my show. god. Right, but next month, I'm going to drop a little hint. Next month, when he does his guest show, and I'm, I think I'm going to be on that one, we're going to be talking the music of Doctor Who, which I can't wait. Ooh, because okay. I find the construction of that theme very fascinating. Yeah, okay. That does sound very interesting. Yeah. Speaking of music, um, hey, we might have some uh, some music stuff on the channel here coming up soon. So Ooh. keep an eye out for that, everybody. We got some new show ideas and some new content down the pipes that we're really, really looking forward to. So keep an eye out for that. But uh, we will be back next week. Uh, as I announced uh, on the crackdown last night, we're taking a couple weeks off of any given Schmo Day. Um, but, you know, you know me. You'll see me around here on the channel. Um, but we appreciate you all tuning in today. And, uh, Adelia, if you're back there, you got you got any thoughts? You got any thoughts on, on Forbidden Door before we get out of here? Uh, I can't wait for Forbidden Door. I'm going to try to watch it and the hockey game at the same time because oh my I don't God. know. Oh, my God. six. I'm calling Absent six. six. And the reason why I'm saying that is I knew Tampa would win last game because they were pissed off on how the game before ended. I knew they were going to win last night. Yeah. Yeah, that's hockey for you. Dagan, yeah. Dagan and I will have thoughts on that on the playoff beards coming up later today. I, hopefully. I I it is. Yeah, okay. uh we we will be back very soon talking about uh game five. And so definitely keep an eye out for that. We've those have been a lot of fun to do. That's over on our podcast feed, so wherever you get your podcasts, uh it's all in the description here below. I'm not fair, so I'm not gonna go through them all. Um, but uh, definitely check out the podcast there. And uh, if you want to see us on video, if you want that show on video, patreon.com slash LGR network, only a dollar a month. That'll get you an access to it. Patreon.com slash LGR network. And you get to see me and Adelia uh, talk about hockey and you get to see me sneeze live on camera, uh, which I muted myself for. So you won't hear that in the audio, but you'll yeah. see it on screen. So uh, that those are the perks that you get when you network patreon but uh we really appreciate your support everybody uh looking forward to forbidden door tomorrow and uh yeah that's gonna do it for us here uh adelia why don't you uh, hit that outro we'll see you, everybody right. Come on.